It's been one year since the passing of Kobe Bryant. We are reviewing some of the worst compliments men have given women. And we are chatting with BuzzFeed's Ellie Bate about female celebrities owning their critics and being confident in themselves. It's January 26, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Oh, Zach, I am in my emotions right now. Just as we started recording this, TMZ dropped that Elliot Page is filing for divorce from his wife, Emma Portner. And oh, That's so I've loved sad. them. I mean, they have been an iconic queer couple for a long time. And, you know, Elliot Page has been so gracious in sharing their story with us and letting us into his, uh, his life. And so this is a really sad thing to hear so quickly after such good news lately. I know. And you and I feel like for people who followed them on Instagram, so Emma Portner is an amazing dancer. And so her and Elliot would do these dances together and they were just so beautiful. And I love, so you think you can dance. So I was just, you know, really feeling it, but you know what there I'm, I am a, such a big supporter of divorce because if you're not happy, you're not happy. And it's, I think it's really brave to separate. So wishing the best for both of them. For sure. Casey, are you a person that finds yourself very emotionally invested in celebrity love affairs? Oh, uh, what makes you say that? <laughs> I mean, I do too. So I like, I get it. And yeah. people are always critiquing those of us that are like, why do you care so much about these people you don't know? And it's like, well, because they're like my like little break from reality. I get to project my boring love life, which is not happening onto these people. So, <laughs> so I feel their pain. All right. Well, we're going to start off on a sad note today. It's been one year since Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and a few of Gianna's teammates and their parents passed away in a tragic helicopter accident. The Black Mamba, as he was known, played 20 seasons with the NBA's LA Lakers and won five championships with the squad. People are taking to social media to remember the basketball giant and are expressing it in different ways. Kyrie Irving showed up to his game in a Kobe jersey, and the Italian city of Reggio Emilia, where Kobe spent some of his youth, is dedicating a plaza to him and his daughter. Oh, I, it's so tough. I mean, as someone who grew up in LA, I mean, I remember where I was down the street when I found out last year. I mean, it, it hit this city extremely hard and, you know, it hit people hard for many different reasons because, you know, his legacy is extremely complicated. Yeah. I, I feel as if his death is one of those moments in our lives where you always know where you were at. I was in the Atlanta airport. I mean, this was pre-pandemic time and I was sitting at the Atlanta airport about to get on a flight, I think back to LA. I live downtown LA, very close to Staples. And it was just the most overwhelming thing because it, it felt for a while, we didn't think it was real because like it was a helicopter accident. It's so bizarre. And then we quickly found out it was real and it was as devastating as we all were seeing on TV. So meanwhile, moving to the present, we need to talk about some of the worst compliments that women have received from men, uh, because this is pretty much just trending right now. For background, uh, this was started by TikToker Playboy Katie, who had this to say to kick us off with whatever kind of compliment this is. So I was hanging out with this guy. It was like our second time hanging out. We had just started talking and we were just sitting around talking about music, right? And then all of a sudden he goes... You know, I really like you. You're different. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, I just wouldn't be able to have this conversation with any other girls. They're all just stupid. So many people followed up with some gut-churning responses, including, I'm not afraid of big girls. And one woman being told that she was really cute for an Asian girl. Um, so, Gazy, I don't know why it is that men love to give these weird compliments that are really just like them spitting in your face, you know, metaphorically. <laughs> it's, it's- 
it's truly awful. And we've all gotten that. I, I I stand by that statement. We have all gotten statements like that. We're just make where you go, you're saying it in a nice tone, but I feel like shit. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of this thing, you know, I got a lot. I get I used to get this so much when I first started dating when I was in my early twenties, but people would be like, oh, you're really cute for a black guy. And I was like, excuse oh me, my what God. does that mean? Do you hear what you're saying right now? And it's just people just take a moment, take a breath, think about the words you're forming in your head and think to yourself, is this okay? Because typically it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's just not. (laughs) All right. So over the weekend, 17-year-old Jojo Siwa made a very public yet very personal announcement, which we talked a lot about yesterday, when she revealed to the world that she's a member of the LGBTQ community. And that's not a position most teens find themselves in. But Jojo has embraced it in a really big way that I personally really appreciate and has gotten a lot of love over the past few days. But of course, also a lot of hate too. Yeah. And you know what? It's a, it's a position a lot of young female celebrities have found themselves in, being forced to face a public that feels entitled to weigh in on every aspect of their lives. So joining us today to talk about it is BuzzFeed News senior entertainment reporter Ellie Bate. Hi, Ellie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course. Okay, so let's start with Jojo Siwa's masterful takedown of one of her critics. In response to an Instagram comment where one mom said her daughter would never watch her again, Jojo simply replied, okay, why is this such a powerful response? I feel like so many people who are like finding out about her at the moment have never really known about her before, just purely because like, you know, her coming out was such a huge story because she is so young and has such a huge influence over like kids but the majority of people like you know our age people who don't have kids people who don't know kids don't really know very much about her and and we're kind of now seeing her as like separate from you know the bows (laughs) and the like bright colors and the like acting like a toddler, as she has said before, an overgrown toddler. And I think it's just kind of nice to see her just being herself in a way that is, it's going to be so influential to so many children, but also to see, you know, I'm sure that when the news came out that she had come out as a member of the LGBTQ community, people probably were concerned. They were probably like, oh, well, parents aren't going to want their kids to be kind of watching her anymore and this kind of puts it in uh, that argument at the forefront and it's just her being like I don't care whether you want to watch me or not I'm just gonna be me I'm just gonna do me and I don't really care yeah I think that's like the best response there's no there's no reason fighting with these grown adults who are like going at her she's just like okay then don't watch me that's fine like I'm gonna keep doing this I have like My my face is all over like Walmart and Target. Like I'm good. I don't need your your one specific kid to be watching my videos. And it you know makes you think about like a larger trend and like a Gen Z aesthetic. And people I'm thinking a lot about are like Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, JoJo Siwa, who use social media to have these very like casual reactions or clapback moments. Like they someone will say something to them. I think Rihanna really made it famous for me, where she'll like a random person on Instagram, she'll just like destroy them uh, out of nowhere. So what what do you think about this trend? Is this like the new normal? Is this something that Gen Z folks are really showing that is part of their online identity to kind of just like treat everything like, oh, well, whatever. Like, I'm going to tell you what I think and just deal with it. I'm not so sure about calling it a trend. I feel like 
what you said about it kind of being the new normal is more accurate. Like I think that it is, it's just kind of a natural consequence of um, technology and social media kind of evolving and becoming like what it is like, like Instagram. If you think about a few years ago, Instagram never showed like top comments. It was always just like in chronological, well, everything on Instagram used to be in chronological order. And we know how that <laughs> But um, now it kind of shows they changed it because they realized, oh, people want to see like verified people. People want to see like celebrities commenting on other celebrities posts. Um, and I think that pe- that has become an aspect of social media that didn't used to exist purely because of that function. Like we can now see when people are commenting on things. It's the same with Twitter. And yeah, I think like it's just a way for a celebrity to address something, do it themselves. It may not actually be them, but like the majority of the time I think it is them to address something quickly, like personally and just they know that people are going to grab onto it just as they would like a, a statement from a publicist to like people, but they don't have to go to that length. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll be right back to talk more about what young female celebrities are facing out there. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com/slash 2022. I'm Jake Halpern, host of Deep Cover. Our new season is about a lawyer who helped the mob run Chicago. We controlled the courts. We controlled absolutely everything. He bribed judges and even helped a hitman walk free until one day when he started talking with the FBI and promised that he could take the mob down. I've spent the past year trying to figure out why he flipped and what he was really after. From my perspective, Bob was too good to be true. There's got to be something wrong with this. I wouldn't trust that guy. He looks like a little scumbag liar, stool pigeon. He looked like what he was, a rat. I can say with all certainty, I think he's a hero because he didn't have to do what he did, and he did it anyway. The moment I put the wire on the first time, my life was over. If it ever got out, they would kill me in a heartbeat. Listen to Deep Cover on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever felt depressed about work, only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job, and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant, and I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy, so that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could. At Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. Welcome back. We're talking with Ellie Bate about female celebrities owning their confidence. So we've been discussing so far how JoJo Siwa has handled some of the hate she's received since coming out over the weekend. 
but it's not just fans and trolls. So talk to us about how the paparazzi are kind of participating in this hate towards my lovely Jojo Siwa, who deserves none of this. I don't know why this is happening. She made a video and posted a video, I think, on Instagram where she was talking about how she had been swatted, which I had never heard of this before. She's talked about it, but apparently it's like a thing for if somebody, if you want to kind of like get revenge on somebody to call the police and tell the police that they have been doing something like shady in the house and then the police will show up at the house. But I guess the paparazzi did this so that she would have to like come out of her house so they could get photos of her, like get the first photos of her since she came out or whatever. And yeah, the video that she posted, like, it was really sad because she was kind of very clearly, like, shaken up about it. And she was like, guys, I would have come out of my house eventually. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, go that far. Yeah, it really kind of sucks that, like, this, like, 17-year-old girl has just been through this huge life moment and she's kind of made this like really influential and difficult decision I'm sure it must have been difficult for her like I can't imagine how difficult it must have been and the kind of immediate reaction she gets is yeah a lot of kind of congratulations and happiness and um people kind of saying how important it is going to be but also for it to be kind of filled with so much vitriol and then for the the paparazzi to get involved and kind of I'm just like can you imagine how like traumatic that must be to have like the police knocking at your door being like come out with your hands up and she's like 17 (laughs) like awful and also like do they not have enough to be doing at the moment like And then speaking of incredibly invasive paparazzi, I mean, there's really no better time to talk about Billie Eilish. We all remember that photo of her that came out over the summer, and she's now addressed how that made her feel in a new interview. What did she have to say? She actually has addressed it a couple of times before, but I think what is most interesting about this time is that she kind of actually got more introspective about it, and and she was kind of actually talking more deeply about how it made her feel and um like the last couple of times she said anything about it she's kind of just brushed it off and been like oh whatever it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter to me kind of uh, people have their opinions and whatever but this time she did a she was on the cover of Vanity Fair and she did an interview and she kind of said oh like I actually was really glad that this hadn't happened like three five years ago because I was going through like a really difficult time in terms of body image and I was said that she was starving herself and cutting she said that she took weight loss pills when she was 12 um and they obviously didn't work because those things don't work actually was thinking about this earlier today because both of these things were happening today Jojo was 17 and Billie Eilish is 19 and Jojo was the same age now as Billie Eilish was when she released When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And I was just like, to think of them being kind of the same age, being so like in the public eye in such different ways, but now it's kind of all coming to a head and they're both being like put under our microscope so intensely. And I think it is kind of really important, especially because they both have very, like a large influence over very young people and young girls, especially that they, they do talk about it and they kind of 
there is an importance in kind of just brushing it off in the way that she did and saying, oh, like, it doesn't matter, or, like, whatever people can have their opinions. But at the same time, I do think it is kind of important for her to then go a little bit deeper and say, oh, no, actually, like, this could have really affected me. And also even for, like, the adults who are doing the kind of the commenting on her body and thinking that they can just say whatever they want online and she won't see it, whatever. That, yeah, sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, for me, to kind of close this out here, I'm thinking a lot about how parents or adults, really, are misbehaving with children who are famous, but they're still children. You know, I'm thinking a lot about last week with Charlene Dixie D'Amelio, who I have complicated feelings about, but they were having to ask a photographer to back off because he, they were chasing them down. So, like, what is going on here? Like, could you imagine having to go through this as a young person? And what do you think about how these young women are having to stand up and speak out and push back on uh, what we're talking about adults here it's like really insane because when i think about i mean me at age 19 probably thought that she like knew everything (laughs) for me at age 17 even younger like charlie d'amelio is like 16 i think that to have them put on such a pedestal i mean it's like an age-old problem isn't it like they kind of have all of this influence and they are just figuring themselves out and i think actually all of those people like the Debilios and Billie Eilish and Jojo Siwa have all kind of said, you know, we are teenagers and we don't have like an identity. I think that something really interesting that Billie Eilish said once was that she like, people expect her to have this one identity and stick with it. And she was like, I'm like a teenager. I don't know what my identity is and I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. For adults to kind of be the ones who are kind of aggressively commenting and being negative. I think it just, it just sucks because adults have also been 16, 17, 18. Like I don't particularly remember what it was like. So maybe it's just that everybody's forgetting what, what they were like when they were a teenager. But, you know, I think that people need to realize that like the audience for those people and the kind of, people that they're trying to have influence over are people like their own age. And if you're not their own age, then you don't really have to have an opinion unless they're doing something extremely harmful, which none of these people are from what I can tell. Yeah. I really want what you just said. I really want to like CC Perez Hilton who keeps like sparring with the D'Amelios where I'm like, you are a grown man with children (laughs) and yet you are getting entangled here. What is going on? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I kind of always want to see C press Hilton on everything and just be like, <laughs> please calm down. Please stop, please stop. It's, it's, been, it's been like 20 years at this point. Like, we're past uh, it. Yeah, we got to move past it. Well, Ellie, thank you so much for this and walking us through uh, the very, I mean, tough life of these young people. They may be rich and famous, but this is still tough. They're still young. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. All right, that's it for today. Remember to join us tomorrow. And remember, investing yourself in celebrity love affairs is in fact a personality trait. (laughs) That's correct. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. 
Peacock streaming the biggest sporting events, exclusive originals, and the latest movies. This February, we've got Super Bowl 56, the 2022 Winter Olympics, and the Peacock Original Bel Air. Plus, the new movie Marry Me in theaters and streaming Valentine's Day. Sign up now at PeacockTV.com. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Hello, and welcome to our show. I'm Zoe Deschanel, and I'm so excited to be joined by my friends and castmates, Hannah Simone and Lamorne Morris, to recap our hit television series, New Girl. Join us every Monday on the Welcome to Our Show podcast, where we'll share behind-the-scenes stories of your favorite New Girl episodes. Each week, we answer all your burning questions like, is there really a bear in every episode of New Girl? Plus, you'll hear hilarious stories like this. Fun that fact. was one of your things too. you brought back from Latvia. Yeah, I brought back because a hoop. all professional <laughs> basketball players. Yeah, it's like a little <laughs> seven foot hoop. Yeah, listen to the Welcome to Our Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 